Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a Tarps Off episode of Sports and Spaghetti. I am a nasty alongside Walk Daddy, and today, today's gonna be today's gonna be a very high energy pod. I think I think yes. we're gonna be high energy today. High energy. I I have a lot of energy today. Yeah. It's not uh, it's not the late hours. No. Uh, it's I can still see outside. Yeah, that's so, nice. Uh, the Yankees didn't even start playing yet. <laughs> The national championship didn't even start nope. yet, so we've got uh, we've got time. We're getting it done, so we could watch. Yes, yes, and our wives can go to sleep at normal hours and not hate us. And the daughter. Or, and the you daughter. Know, the nighttime routine, you know. Yeah. The, well, you know the fire roasted Spanish daughter. <laughs> Wait. Well, this uh, is it. The fire roasted Spanish daughter. Something like that. Yeah, it's the roasted Spanish daughter with the. <laughs> Uh, with the with the something smash. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a lingonberry compote with that. <laughs> Did you know that lingonberry is a flavor of uh, a yogurt that that my dad gets? This uh, I forget the company. I'm not even gonna say it because they didn't give us the sponsor. <laughs> but that that's one of the flavors. It's strawberry and lingonberry. Okay. Yeah. I only ever had lingonberry at Ikea, as one would. I've never been inside an Ikea. Chris, it's it's a it's a good time. It's a good time. Everybody says it's a good time, but the furniture's never assembled. So how is that even... Oh, no, there's a whole showroom. There's a whole showroom where it's designed like a maze to get you to stay in there. And then there's the whole warehouse underneath where you go and get the your, like, kerfloggers or something like that. Really? Yeah, no, See, it's I've cool. never been in there. I don't even know what it's like. Yeah, no, it's cool. So it's like a Stu's, a Stu Leonard's. Yeah, kind of. It's a maze. Kind of, yeah. Yo, definitely, like, yeah. And that and that response, yes. But oh. they, they want you to get lost on their little showroom, and then, you know, they'll throw the, like, those little lamps for, like, four bucks and, and sh- stuff like that. I was trying to find oh. some more food, but I couldn't. I think it's Braised Spanish Daughter. There's the stunned but still alive wallaby. <laughs> That's that's my well the the real the real oh no is is it t- deep fried sh- uh, sheep kickers or something like that? <laughs> but the best one has to be the gay lentil salad. Everybody loves the gay lentil salad. And the the question here is not if the salad is the salad gay or are the lentils gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lentils would be gay. Gay lentils, yeah. yeah. High energy. High energy. <laughs> We're quoting Impractical Jokers, uh, for anybody wondering. It's our favorite show. Yes, yes it is. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I can't, I can't find anything That's okay. yet. The mm. stunned but still alive wallaby. Yeah. It's That's called meal or no meal. Oh, hold on. I think we got him. He's got it. I think we got him. We're looking at... Uh, this is the food segment, today, by the way. So <laughs> no, we actually have it. we have a food segment. We have a food segment. Um, oh God, I'm on the IJ wiki. I cannot find. That's it. the best place because when we do the name game quotes, Anthony and I, that's like no. There's actually a, there's shop. actually a Reddit page that I use. Oh boy, the stunned but still alive wallaby. That's right. Oh, did you guys? Oh, in October first, twenty fourteen. An orphaned wallaby got a surrogate dad. She was stunned but still alive is the quote from the article. No! No! (laughs) 
No, it's not. Yeah. Is that maybe where they got it from? Oh, I, my God. I hope so. She got hit by a car. She was oh. stunned but still alive. <laughs> oh, boy. High energy. Oh, no. There's something, I, there's something about the playroom that just the makes us high energy. The playroom brings out the best in it us. It does. It does. We've got all these eyes watching us. I feel like we think it's in front of an audience. We have, right? we have, We've got a turtle filled with moldy water. <laughs> Uh, various stuffed animals. Uh, I have Flounder from Little Mermaid Flounder, sitting on my lap. I've got Winnie the Pooh, uh, <laughs> um, and and du- a duck, a k- as Sabrina would say. Yeah. Oh. Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. Good Another Disney day. Another Disney day. Oh boy. You're surrounded literally with Disney everywhere you look. We it's hard not to say it. Yeah. It's like the subliminal messaging yeah. they used to do. Yeah. Oh, boy. So what'd you make today? Okay, so today I made, uh, I went to see my dad. I did not eat any of these. He did not bring me any. Just I didn't me. even make them. They're just, they're still, they're still, they just got the fry part. My dad's still making sauce. We left. Never mind, Anthony didn't make them either. I didn't make them either. Um, so we went to my dad's house today on uh, my day off. And uh, I made some meatballs, uh, just some some plain meatballs. He was making meatballs and now sauce. Now say plain, okay? Plain to us is one thing. Okay. But what about if they're not Italian? What if they're Brian Demersky? Like they, he calls sauce gravy. Okay. <laughs> he does call sauce gravy. So, and I know part of his family's Italian, but he calls sauce gravy. So what is, what do you mean basic? Okay, so basic was we went, we got the, the, the meatball mix or meatloaf mix from Stop and Shop or whatever, and that is, I believe that's just um, beef, veal, and pork. Yeah. A nice little grind. Um, super simple. Um, we took the mix, and then I did um, some fresh Italian flat leaf parsley, none of that curly bullshit. Oh, the, um, the parsley is so key. And people that are against parsley and meatballs, I don't know what to tell you mm-hmm. because... When I taste parsley, that reminds me of my Grammy's cooking. She mm-hmm. loved that. That's the best thing about him to me. Yeah, so my dad, he, he recently got into the, I don't know if it's recently, but I've noticed he does a lot more of the fresh parsley over the dried parsley because it makes a difference. They have a, a difference. completely different taste. Yeah, yeah. To and me, I was, smell I was, I mean, I was explaining it to him today. I'm not a huge, this is shocking, I'm not a huge fresh parsley guy. I think it's very, very easily overdone and can ruin an entire meal because well, it just tastes like grass clippings. Some people also compare it to cilantro. I right? love cilantro, though. And I love both. And I I know what you mean about parsley. It can over it can overdo it, especially because it's very it's leafy. Yeah. It tastes like you might be eating a leaf if it's not mixed in right. Mm-hmm. But when when I get a bite of fresh parsley. It does so much for me as opposed to, oh, I just put dried Italian herbs, which mm-hmm. is fine, too. Yeah. But that fresh parsley adds that that brightness to mm-hmm. the meatball. It does. It does brighten everything up. It's not they're not as dense. They don't taste meatloafy because there's I mean, it's the same thing, but there's a difference between a meatloaf and a meatball, obviously. Right. And it's in on the way you prepare it. But nonetheless, we did. Um, so I did a little bit of fresh parsley. Then. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. We did. We did uh, one egg. We need a we need a binder. So we do one egg. We do um, 
Uh, like I did four, four or five cloves of garlic. We we used a garlic, little garlic so smasher. You're, you're telling me that you don't have like a set recipe? No, no. We kind of just rock. That's and roll. how I make them too. Yeah. I, I don't. I think if you follow a recipe, you might you get caught up. It's not like baking cookies. Yeah. Right? This yeah. is cooking, not baking. Yeah. My dad's an absolute sociopath too, and he'll eat the raw meat. He'll eat the raw, a little bit of the raw beef to see if it's good. Oh yeah, he's a. Psycho. You know who does that? Who does that? I tell you who does that. The my mouse. Okay. Okay. Her, not her grandmother, but her uncle. Her uncle, who actually works in a meat department uh, in Danbury, um, he eats the raw hamburger. Yeah. The ground beef. Yeah, raw. It was raw hamburger with the egg all mixed, and then he eats it. Just eats that like and a now, sociopath. And now listen, if you if you come at me and say like you can, I know you can. Okay, I can do anything. Yeah, I can't have a baby. I could I, eat a I could eat a fucking shoe, but I'm not right. going to. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right? I could win a million dollars tomorrow, but I probably won't. Yeah. Uh, listen, the raw meat for me is a no go. I there's too much at stake. Just... <laughs> Did you get the joke? Yes. Yes, I got the steak. There's too much on the line here. Uh, between the job, the kid, I don't, I can't afford to not feel good for a day, so I cook the meat. Um, but yeah, okay, so we have uh, about four or five cloves of garlic, and then what I've gotten into doing recently is, um, a lot of people when they say seasoning, like you look at all these recipes and stuff on TikTok and Instagram and all that shit, and it's like, oh, you didn't season anything, but just because I didn't use you know, tablespoons and tablespoons of dried and ground seasoning and stuff like that doesn't mean it's not seasoned. Um, like, listen, I, this is going to be a shock to you, but I didn't put any garlic powder or onion powder in the meatballs. Do you want to know why? Because I put actual garlic and actual onion in them. There's it, nothing it makes, like it. It, makes, it just makes no sense to me that First people all, that assume the, the, the bottles of seasoning, uh, that's what seasoning is. First that, of all, the only seasoning that I'll put in meatballs is salt and pepper. Yeah. The only dried season. Yes. Fresh garlic does so much more than garlic powder. And even fresh onion too. Yeah, I had fresh to, onion is. A, well, he didn't I have a so he powder. didn't he didn't have a grater is the thing. I wanted to grate the onion. That was my that was my little key of the day. If you're gonna make meatballs and you want to use some onion, grate the onion in. Really? Oh I've yeah. Never, I chop it up fine because Melissa doesn't like onion. That well, that's much. that's the thing is if you chop it. I mean, I can chop it. You can chop it as fine as you want, but it's there's still gonna chunks. be chunks of onion. Yeah. But no, if you take a grater, it almost makes like an un, kind of like an onion paste. The only issue is it does make it a little more wet, so you might have to use a little more of the breadcrumb. It's or, always easier to dry it up. Of course, of course. Um, no, so. But we used uh, so we used a regular piece of my dad had some white. Uh, I think it was like white Italian bread. He crumbled up the fresh piece of bread in the in the meatballs. A um, little bit of milk that we do, and then milk, yeah, okay. we do a little milk, and then um, salt, pepper, and then we'll we'll add. Um, just regular like Italian seasoned uh, breadcrumbs from the. I was going to say, yeah. where the breadcrumbs? Yeah. Yeah, we do the the one piece of bread, and then we'll do the Italian seasoned ones if we have to add any more. Um, but you know, they came out. They came out great. That's they came hot out good. Stuff. Mm. Um, and then he was making sauce. I know we've talked about sauce on this pod before, but our There's little. There's going to be a lot of sauce. Of course, of course. Wait till it's summertime. We get we get fresh tomatoes. Oh I can't my wait. god! I I'm already I've already bought the seeds online. They're going to get delivered in a couple weeks. Uh, and I'll start them in. I start them indoors. Uh, I can't this wait. year I'm going to start with. I'm, I do. I do Roma tomatoes. I do all kinds, and you grow. Yeah. 
Ah. Uh, yeah. I'll probably 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 just do some uh, little bit little little spice garden this year. That's fine year. too. And what you could do, this is going to be the planting show for a minute. You, I could go on for days. Why am I looking at the computer? I don't when know. I'm There's nobody there. I'm talking. People. <laughs> you could grow uh, a tomato plant in a in a big pot. Because yeah. I know you don't have a a lot of light. In your backyard, mm-hmm. or be a lot of space to there, plant. There's a decent space, but the, the issue is the light. Right. Yeah. So you could put it on a in like a pot and do it on the patio. In fact, I could prove that because in my classroom, which is just in a window, it's a great window. Uh, it's like a little greenhouse. Uh, I I've grown beans. I've now picked eight bean pods oh, off of my three bean plants in my cool. class. Uh, we've looked at them through the microscope. It's a lot of so you can do it in a pot. Yeah, tomatoes. I'm uh, pretty sure my uncle Mario does them in five or five gallon Home Depot buckets. Yeah, I'm whatever. pretty sure. Yeah, Absolutely. he takes. Yo, know, he. I need to introduce you to him. He takes gardening. He takes it serious. You'd love him. I took it so serious, and then Savvy was born, and it's been a little bit tougher. But this year, I'm getting back into it like big time. Yeah, this, I'm so excited because oh, she'll help me. This man could grow anything. It's That's it's great. Awesome. I looked at him. I said, Uncle Mario. I was like, you know my affinity. For stuffed peppers, um, I'm like let's let's do some let's do some some uncle some uncle nephew bonding. I said, why don't you grow some stuffed peppers or uh, some? Uh, yeah, just grow the grow stuffed, stuffed peppers. peppers. Grow the cherry peppers. We'll pickle them and we'll stuff them, and then we'll see how that goes. So he, uh, that's my one so request. So you stuff cherry peppers? Yeah, the baby little peppers. Well, you get them to a decent size, and then you yeah you would cut up. Oh, see, so I stuff bell peppers. So. I'm not a pepper guy. The only peppers I like are I really only like cherry peppers. It's weird. Cherry peppers and then like banana peppers and I I also I'm gonna say go on record as saying I'm not a big cooked bell pepper. I don't like roasted bell peppers. They're mushy. Mm-hmm. I'll eat them fresh with some ranch. One of the only times I'll eat ranch is with fresh peppers. But I'll tell you what, the the growing peppers is so much fun because once you get one they just boom mm-hmm. it's a fresh episode it's light out it's springtime <laughs> yeah, this is great it feels like spring outside it finally does feel like spring you know in connecticut we it's get those it's actually kind of on time for yeah once in this connecticut year. we get those fall springs where it's like you get a 60 degree day oh, and then like, you're back to two weeks of mm, you're like, back to two like saturday and then yesterday yeah, yeah 70 to 38 i think it was <laughs> It was like 68 to 38 or something like that. Was it Friday? I don't remember. Whatever two days. It was 72 and then 39. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's it's actually feeling like spring, which is really nice. But what's crazy is when I went to the NFL draft in Nashville when we went in 2019, it was a little bit later than this. So it was like mid to late April. And I remember we left Connecticut and everything was still gray. If if you guys, I'm assuming most of our listeners are from this area because, you know, it's... (laughs) But regardless, hey, we're, we're, just we're grown, off and we're grown, regardless, Connecticut's very gray until about end of April, beginning of May. Yeah, it's still gray. I mean, it doesn't look gray today, but it is gray. We wow. went to, we went to Tennessee and it was just, I was so happy because everything was just green. Yeah. Like we came in and we were, we were driving in from the Nashville airport to our hotel and it was just, I looked at Jewel and I'm like, I looked at my mouse and I'm like, it's green. Like there's, even on the highway in between, it's, it's green grass. It's not brown. It doesn't look like wheat. I, you know, I I love that, and I always say I would love to live where it's hot all the time, but honestly, as much as I really don't like the winter and the fall gets to me because it's getting colder and darker earlier, 
it's so much fun when it finally breaks like mm-hmm. it has this past week or so the weather and it reminds you of how awesome it is and I think that might go away if you if I were to move but like, see to live somewhere why put yourself through the why put yourself through the shit I, I understand you need you need some you need some bad to appreciate the good but what if it's just always good yeah it could be cold on Christmas and then January just cold 1st. on Christmas day and yeah. then week of Christmas yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then it just it just becomes warm. I know my mother who will be listening would agree one hundred percent with me there. Shout out to mom. Yeah, Christmas. I never understood like the whole like down south or like California Christmas with no like it's just weird to me. And that, see, like, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It just wouldn't. It doesn't seem right. Even Thanksgiving. Yeah, like my my like grandfather's it should, be, should be colder. Yeah, like my grandfather's down in Florida and they put up like Christmas lights on palm trees and like it just doesn't. It's no. You need a. Uh, you need a good Douglas fir to really ring in the holiday. Yeah, nothing like a balsam fir either. <laughs> nothing like or a Fraser fir. Frasers are nice. I think I ha- I think we had a Fraser. The Fraser fir has the nice strong branches. I think we might have had a Fraser this year. Yeah, we this has turned into the gardening. This shop. has this has. It's okay, I'm not complaining. No, this is a good one. This is a good. It's a good. This is a happy day. This is a smiley day. It's a happy day. <laughs> it's a good day. It's a happy day. Oh, we haven't said that ever, ever. I know. We've never That's said great. that. We've never said that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I was and I was grumpy before we came on. <laughs> I was I was in a bit of a funk because I, you know I was hungry. That's it. You don't have to explain anymore. I get it. It's the end of this, that that's really all it was. Chris was hungry. He was angry. It was a bad day. It was a sad day. Now it's Pause. a happy day. It's a good day. We're tarps off, and the tarps, tarps off in the playroom. Ferda. Tarps off. Well, we have our our wife beater shirts on. We don't actually beat our wives, though. Correct. That's very very correct. We don't. Yeah. Um, put that on the record. We're not wife beaters. Um, but meatballs. That's what we made yeah, today. We made meatballs. Um. So, oh yeah, we are getting into sauce. So, sauce wise, um, my my house always meant when meatballs were made, you get sauce, obviously. Right. Sauce. Um. So not gravy, Bri. So, um. My dad, what he always does is he'll use the fond, which is the the little burnt pieces. Fond, F O N D, I believe. Oh, it yeah. Is. I, I, he uh, Tammy bundle balls. Oh, setting off the mixing the bowl. The mixing bowl started talking. <laughs> um, oh boy. So um, oh, we got a dog at the door. So um. <laughs> My dad, he'll use the fond of the meatball um, when you fry him off in the pan with a little bit of Earl. Um, <laughs> he'll use the fond to start the base of his sauce. Can you tell season. the people what fond actually is? Yeah. Because I was surprised. Not not you're very you're very, Anthony is a very smart person. In fact, he's more book smart than I am. If you know me, I think I'm smart. Uh, and I might be a teacher and sound smart. But Anthony, I'll tell you what, he was almost top of his class in high school. Yeah. But what is fond? Because it's something that I know I don't hear a lot of people say, and I know what it is. But you're cooking. Okay, let me let me get it. Uh, fond refers to here. Little little lesson with Anthony. We'll do a little ASMR. Fond refers to the caramelized bits left in the bottom of a pan after you've browned meat or vegetables. Heat changes proteins and carbohydrates in ways that make them fall apart and regroup in browned, flavorful bits. Yes. That is called fond. The best is when I love to get the fond and then you deglaze it with some white wine or mm-hmm. red wine uh, and you're cooking you make a sauce with the fond and you scrape it all off almost like an au jus 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're like a reduction. Yeah. Uh, that's what I love to do. And th- don't throw away the fond. Never. It is so good. People just rinse that out. Yeah, they scrape it off. Put it on it top of it or whatever. <laughs> sprinkle it on top. It, yeah, sprinkle it. It's a little seasoning. <laughs> but um, so he'll use the he'll use the fond, and um, we will uh, he'll use that to start the base of his sauce. So that way he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to he doesn't have to start off with the onion and the caramelization of all that right. stuff because it's already pretty much done. So if he wants a quick you know twenty minute sauce half hour sauce he'll uh, he'll do that. But. Um, yeah, that was that was cooking today, but like I said, we went over there. We actually should be lining up another another guest episode with. Remember those peppers I gave you? Yes. Those Italian peppers. Well, Frank is a is a listener, and uh, Frank is the pepper guy, and he wants to be on. So he's gonna uh, apparently he wants to uh, teach us teach us how to make said peppers. We'll do an episode about it. So shout out to Frank. We'll uh, we'll be seeing you soon. You guys will meet Frank soon. One of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. I Great guy, him. wonderful guy, but. Uh, yeah, so we, we lined that one up as well too. Um Yeah, meatballs. We love we love meatballs. Meatballs, meatballs that's it. Meatballs. You can't go wrong. Throw them on a sandwich, eat them on some spaghetti. you know how it gets. It, it's just as good. It's good stuff. Uh huh. <laughs> take a break? Uh yeah, let's take a break. Take a break. We'll be back with sports. What up, what up? We are back like bra straps. Um, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I laugh every time you sign on to this? I don't know. I'm, it's you gotta hook. You gotta hook them. Three. You, you, you gotta, gotta the, you gotta hook the reader, <laughs> as I tell my students. You gotta hook the you reader. You have to hook the reader. Yeah, you gotta start off with a question. That's right. Do you? Do you think we should have more recess? Do you know the muffin man? Well, I sure do. <laughs> that's a good. That's yeah. That's the. There you go. There's the. Yeah, look there's at that. The, I could do a fifth grade writing piece. Imagine <laughs> that. I'm an oh, expert man. at fifth grade writing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Can Mr. Walker gritty? You world, the world they will never. Me I have. <laughs> you know what getting sturdy is? Yes, I know what getting sturdy okay, is. Okay, well I've done that too. You've gotten well, sturdy. Melissa's for the... never seen me. Oh, that's a, it's your little secret. I don't even class. know if she knows what that is. I don't she think lives so. under a rock, but we love her, and she would admit that. We do. She would admit that. She doesn't. You know why? Because she's so busy uh, being a mom. That the only time she gets to check social media is when I'm screaming at the Islanders, or when Aunt sends her a stupid link. You like, yeah, yeah, you like you. We, we that's about it. If yeah. you send it, and it's a it's a must click <laughs> because it's usually funny. Well, apparently she didn't look at the one I sent you guys like a week and a half ago. It was a TikTok of they were it was a taco night and they were making tacos and they zoom off of the tacos. Oh, it's right here. They zoom off of the tacos. And they show their dog waiting patiently. And he had a little sombrero on. And I asked if we could put B- uh, Benjamin in hats and, yes! and sign that. Look. Oh, my God. Yes, we can. Oh, we got to get Benjamin hats. Um, oh, he's a good boy. We he's the Benny. goodest boy. Benjamin. But, his, um, his real name is Benny. But. It's, we call him Benjamin. Yeah. You're Shalayim. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so on to sports. Chris, do we want to? What do we want to start with today? We can, you want to get the bracket out of the way? Yeah, let's do the bracket. Let's get the bracket out of the way. It just came up. I saw it pop up there. It doesn't matter. We know who it's. What am we, I doing pulling the bracket? <laughs> so we we timed we timed this pretty well. I think I don't think we anticipated it being this timed perfectly, but 
Okay, so Chris... I didn't time it being on a Monday that yeah, we recorded. Okay. But I did time it so that it would be the weekend of the championship. Fair. That I did do. Um, so, I mean, we'll start... We could start before the bracket. Uh, LSU... Just won the women's national championship. Shout out to LSU. And we'll get we'll get into some of the uh, what is it Angel Reese. We'll get into yeah. some of that after. We'll, we'll shed points, we'll shed I know we'll shed our light on that. Um, but nonetheless, let's get into. I our... love first of all, I love how the first sports thing we talked about today, today, even though briefly, and we'll get back into it, was women's sports. Of course, that is awesome. Women in sports. Shout out, big shout out, Mally Klorchik. Um, women yeah, in sports. shout out Mally. Women in sports. Uh, this is. I feel like this was one of the most watched. I know a lot of people are saying like they don't even care about the men's bracket tonight because the women's bracket was so good. And it was excellent. It was. It was great. Also, shout out to our wives who are who who are slash were athletes in their own right. Is cheerleading a sport? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> this door is about to get broken down. No, no. I was like, of no. all the people, you're saying that. <laughs> Shout with my out, wife in the house. Shout, with my wife in the house. Oh. Shout out to shout out to our wives. I am such an advocate for cheerleading being a sport, and people call it not a sport. And this, I don't have a lot of strong takes mm-hmm. about what people should think, but you need to recognize people need to recognize cheer as a sport. I've never been concussed playing hockey. I'm not saying I'll never be concussed, but I've never been, and I played in college and high school. I know for a fact my wife has been concussed, I think, at least once since I've been with her. Mm-hmm. And she's a cheerleader. Yeah, so, so is mine. It, yeah. Yeah, and so is your wife. It is a sport. It is as much a sport as anything. Listen, man, if golf, if golf is I a sport. I was going to say. If, if golf, golf is, is a sport, sport so is and, so is cheerleading. You know. Um, let's start our, okay, let's start our, um, our, our hockey bracket. Yes. So, we've come a long way. We started with 16, including Josh Bailey, who was terrible last <laughs> night for the Islanders. Uh, he did not make it to the second round. Uh, the finals, and I got to tell you, he's been a little bit quieter lately. Uh, but the finals is our favorite Jordan Bennington versus uh, Elvis Burr's Lincolns of the Blue Jackets, who who's also had a quiet week. Um Week to week speaking, but uh, but Anthony, you've been making the picks all along, and I've been agreeing or disagreeing. Ultimately, what you're saying is uh, is what we're picking. So go ahead. It's a goalie versus goalie final. Just how I like it. So, by the way, this bracket for anybody wondering uh, is for the worst NHL player this season. We've been doing it every week for the last four weeks. So, Chris, it's not going to be. It's not going to be as easy as you thought it was going to be, because I'm looking at stats now. Now the reason for 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 those who are just new to our podcast, um, thank you by the way. Thank you. First off, uh, share it. Tell two friends. Have them tell two friends. All that. All that jazz. Um, but regardless, you would know Chris and I are not big fans of Jordan Bennington because uh, you either can be a baby or you can be bad, but you cannot be bad and a baby. Because then um, you'd be a bad baby. Because then you're a bad baby. But statistics-wise, right, Elvis Merz-Lincolns is having a worse season. Absolutely. Bennington, listen, as much of a baby as he is, he's 
his play is one of the only reasons why the Blues have won as many games as they've won. And I know they just got eliminated from playoff contention yesterday. I get it. It was not a good season. They were sellers at the deadline. One player cannot make a whole team. It doesn't even, you see it with the Oilers. Connor McDavid is the best player in two, the world. Because you have Drysdale. Yes, they're in the playoffs. Yes, they're a very good team this year. But they have no goaltending. No offense to Stuart Skinner, who won Rookie of the Month uh, last month uh, for March. Shout out to him. But I'm sorry, he's not a trusted number one in the playoffs. And Jack Campbell had a shutout the other night. Shout out to Campbell finally figuring it out late in the season. That'll be important. They haven't had good goaltending. They have really high goals against and, and low save percentage. So to your point, uh, Bennington does not have the best numbers, but he's also playing on a really bad team, and he is doing everything he can. He is doing everything he can, but he's still a little bitch. So Jordan Bennington, even though your stats are significantly, not even significantly, they're a little bit better than Elvis Merz-Lincoln's. Um, you don't get to complain when things don't go your way. You don't get to fight an entire Minnesota Wild team. After you get scored on. After you get scored on. You don't get to fight the whole team. Um, get suspended. Get suspended for not, yeah, for, for 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 almost fighting the Minnesota Wild. And then, and then the backup that plays over <laughs> Thomas Grice played out of his mind. He did. In his absence. He did. Um, so the first annual worst of bracket for the Sports and Spaghetti podcast. Congratulations, Jordan Bennington. You are the worst player of the NHL season in 2023, according to uh, according to A Nasty, at least. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I was hoping you would pick him to win the whole thing. Uh, I believe he was the number one seed. He was the number uh, one and, seed. And he did win the favorite one. Um, listen, it's... Speaking to Bennington as a as a fellow goalie, it's so easy to get rattled, and you assume that by the time a player makes it to the the ranks of the NHL, that they'll have it together and that they'll keep their cool. Um, listen, some people are just fiery people, um, and and goalies in particular have been having a lot of mental health issues. And those have come out recently. In the past few years, you've had um, you've had Carey Price, uh, you've had Robin Leonard, who opened up. He kind of pioneered mm-hmm. the movement to yeah. open up about mental health in the NHL. Leonard did when he gave his whole story. You did you know my buddy did a paper yeah. on him. I'm gonna have a whole sidebar too as well but after this. Then you are uh, more recently uh, you had Scott Darling, um, you had this season Spencer Knight. Uh, on the Panthers, another goalie. Um, just, you know, it takes a lot of a, a heavy mental toll. Being a professional athlete in general, but I think as a, as a goalie myself, I have never played at a level to even have it affect my mental health. I, I play D2 club mm-hmm. as my highest level, and that's fine and all, but goalies... Are a different breed to start with, and it takes an immense toll mentally. And so I'm not surprised that more goalies are meant, uh, are, are opening up about it and checking themselves into the player assistance programs, which so are, are I do, very good. I do want to pull a quick sidebar on the mental health aspect of everything, too. Um, big shout-out for, let's say, the MLB pioneer Daniel Bard, 
I don't know if yeah. you saw that, but he's with Colorado. He was out of the league. He was formerly with Boston. Um, he had the yips really, really bad. Couldn't pitch at the major league level. Couldn't pitch at Fenway. Uh, ended up getting cut, and I think it was like seven or eight years. Might have even been nine seasons he was out of the league, and then he had this whole resurrection with um, the Rockies. He actually started the season on the injured list because of his anxiety disorder, which, again, it takes a, that takes it takes a lot out of you as a man. This is going to sound terrible. It takes a lot from you as a man to admit that. No, it does. To admit that. Because mental health is, yeah. is so under under researched and yeah. under talked about. But and I and I think a lot of it had also might stem from the World Baseball Classic and and that I know he didn't pitch well. A lot of people are saying it could be due to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that again you have to be the first. Somebody has to be the first. Yeah. I know that Zach Granke deals with uh, some mental health issues, uh, struggles. Um, He lives with... um, Severe uh, social anxiety. So yeah, thank you. Social anxiety, and it's and it's affected him, and he's learned how to deal with it. Uh, uh, But shout out to Bard for for doing that, and I'm sure a lot of other players that have anxiety that could that should also be in his boat thought really hard about what he did and said, wow, I could do that now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I bet we'll see at least one more this season. Yeah, and it should. It should. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a at the end of the day. It, it, yeah, but at the end of the day, man, you're playing a game. It's not It's not something to lose your mental health or, you know, God forbid, lose your life over. I think you definitely mean it's not it. It's not worth like your career is not. Yes, worth exactly, exactly, for, exactly, right? exactly. Unless you're like on the front lines. That's yeah. That's what I was. Thank that's what I was getting right, to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's okay. That that took a little turn, but but yeah. Regardless. But anyway, Bennington, you're still the worst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best wishes, but you still suck. Best best wishes, but yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So next, do we want to uh, do we want to do another segment or do we want to start getting into sports? Do you want to do our grinders? Yeah, why don't we do the grinders? Okay, so um, as Chris introduced our latest segment last year, uh-huh. or last week, we have our Grammys grinders. Uh, last week, um, my pick was Anthony Volpe, and uh, Chris's pick was Matt Boldy of the Minnesota Wild. So this week, we, uh, we're going to go a little bit different. So uh, both of them are going to be baseball. We'll let, uh, we'll let Chris take it away. All right. So... When my Grammy was with us, she knew about this player I'm going to talk about because he started his career in 2008 with the Giants, bounced around uh, to a few different other teams, and then and then ended it with the Giants uh, this year in spring training. I'm talking about Sergio Romo. Uh, I remember when he came into the league, uh, and 08, 09 is really, I mean, I was a big Yankees fan. He was, this, he was the setup guy for Brian Wilson, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I was a big Yanks fan already at this time. And when he came into the league, I just absolutely loved him. And so my Grammy liked him too. I don't know if a lot of people knew that, but she really liked Sergio Romo. She loved, she had a crush on Noah Syndergaard when he was on the Mets. A, cr- a huge crush. She goes, my Noah plays tonight. My <laughs> Noah. But she did also like Sergio Romo, and he's my Grammys grinder of the week. Um, what a, He retired. He retired at the end of spring training. Just an outstanding 
th uh, career. Uh, his numbers are not going to pop out at you um, as being elite. Um, he was a relief pitcher his whole career. His ERA was just over three, which is very, which is very good. An ERA in the threes is a good ERA, in my opinion. Um, he pitched over 700 innings in his career. Um, he only gave up 85 home runs. And he struck out 789 players. So, uh, he never was going to throw the ball 95. He was 70s, 80s. But he has a nasty slider. Just a, a, a unique, kind of lanky delivery. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Sergio Romo. And I know, I don't want to steal Ant's thunder here. Ant definitely wanted to touch on something else about Romo. Uh, that he did this. Oh, no, in, include that in the grinder. You can okay. do that. Yeah, yeah. So, one of the things Sergio Romo did during spring training was whenever a fan, usually kids, because uh, adult uh, uh, autograph collectors are, uh, I, okay, just leave, well, let the kids do it. Sidebar, uh, alongside the adult uh, autograph collectors, this is unequivocally and undoubtedly a fuck Zach Hample podcast. I cannot stand Zach Hample. Um, you're pushing kids and security guards and mascots over for a ball. Are you fucking 12 years old? Get a life, get a real job yeah, next. Continue, no Chris. That's no good. <laughs> Again, autographs are for kids. I'm sorry. If you're an adult and you get a box of cards for nostalgia's sake and you pull an autograph, that's different. Stop with the ball. That's for the kids. Mm -hmm. We are in our 20s. I wouldn't do that. No. I'm an adult. I'll go to a signing and pay somebody to do it. Or if there's no kids around, hey, man, you want to sign this? Take a picture. If I have that, I course. ran into exactly. somebody. That's the, I'm also not the kind of guy that would go up to Derek Jeter on the street and be like, oh, my God. No. I would just walk by him I no. because I don't want to be like that. I, I, have, a, like I have a story. I, I have a story about that. But anyway, uh, Sergio Romo, anytime a kid... Or somebody gave him a piece of memorabilia to sign, a hat, a glove, a ball, whatever. He would have them sign the inside, the brim of his hat. And I guarantee you that that made every single kid's whole life. Yeah. Because they'll always remember that they signed their autograph on a Major League Baseball pitcher's hat. And one thing about him is I know he said, I mean, he, I think he has three World Series with Giants. Yeah. Um, he came out and he said, this hat is going on my mantle. This is my favorite hat more than the hat I wore when I clinched the World Series and closed out the World Series. He said this was his favorite hat and it's going up on his mantle, which is Class it's awesome. Act gave me chills when I read that article. It's just outstanding stuff. So... He, and he was a very grinding kind of pitcher. He he got he, he made those dirty pitches, those mid seventies speed pitches. He has my favorite all time moment. One of my favorite all time MLB moments too. You remember this was when they were cracking down on the sticky stuff ban. Yeah. And his slider was nasty, so they had to go check. And this was when they were checking every pitcher, no matter oh, what. I think he was. I think <laughs> Big Mike. I thought he was gonna be a menace. Nonetheless. Um, this uh, Sergio Romo, they, this is when they went and they would check your glove, your hands, your hat, your belt. Yep. Um, Sergio Romo, I think he was with the Rays at the time. The Rays, the Giants. But he completely un, undid his belt and pulled his pants down and lifted his shirt up. And he was just in his like sliding shorts. Yeah. That was the, I love that moment. Because they came in to check him. And it, it reminded me of Dwight from The Office. Yeah. When they, <laughs> were like, when they were like, are you wearing a microphone? And he pulled his and shirt pulled up. His That's shirt. what it reminded Listen, me of. Listen, man. 
He was he was cut and dry. He did his job. He was a great pitcher. He was a grinder. I love that guy. Best of luck in his retirement. He's my grinder of the week. My Grammy's grinder of the week. All Grammy right. would approve. So my Grammy's grinder of the week is a little bit different. It's going to be a National League player as well. We baseball, are, baseball. Yeah, we're going baseball, baseball. We're on the uh, – still we're staying in the National League – we are going with the fourth outfielder for the Los Angeles Dodgers, oh. little brother of Clay Thompson. We're going Trace Thompson. Now, Trace Thompson, he's not the starter, but he is the backup left fielder, backup center fielder, and backup right fielder, or as the baseball community know, uh, calls them, uh, their fourth outfielder. Um of the Los Angeles Dodgers, which if you listened to last week's episode, first off, thank you. Second off, they're going to be a playoff team. Great team. Um but I picked him as my grinder of the week because uh, he broke in uh, the MLB at age 24 in 2015. He's um, been, been with uh, the White Sox, the Dodgers, then he went to Oakland, back to the White Sox, then he went to the Cubs, to the Padres, and then the last two seasons he's been with, uh, back with the Dodgers. He's settled. He hasn't been able to settle. No, so he hasn't. He's always been. He's always been decent. I mean, he is a career. Um, Career 223 hitter, so it's not great. Um, you know, 42 home runs, 117 RBIs in his entire seven-year career. It's hard to break in right yeah. that fourth yeah. guy, but he's made it work. But the reason why he's my Grammys grinder of the week is uh, in two games this season as the fourth outfielder, he has eight plate appearances, eight at-bats. He only has three hits, Chris. But... Three for eight? All, yeah, he's three for eight. That's, a, that's over four. Yeah, it's three, three, three seventy-five. Three seventy-five. Yeah. But three, he has three hits. All three of those hits came in the same game. They were three home runs. He has eight RBIs on the season. I believe that's major league lead four games in or so. But Trace Thompson, uh, I could already see it now. He is making. He's going to end up. This is my. This is one of my bold predictions. I feel like he's going to be a starter, probably in left field. I think he'll be their starter by the middle of the by the middle of the season. The Dodgers starter. I bet he'll be the starter by June first. Yeah, because I mean, right now it's David Peralta. He was uh, he was with the Diamondbacks and with yeah. the Rays last year. Listen to me, man. Players like that that want it more, they're going to get rewarded. And he's coming through, and he's. I mean, so far it's only been in yeah four games, two games. He's only two, played two. Excuse me. Two yeah, games. he's only played two. I mean, they came in one game though. Are you going to? play that guy right now or are you going to play a guy who has half of that I think you I mean you stick with the hot hand but like I said I think I think he's going to make the most of his opportunity he's going to go out and he's going to do his thing and he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that he stays in the lineup whether it be oh let's give our center fielder a day off let's give our left fielder a day off let's give Mookie a day off or whatever it is I think he's going to keep his way in the I mean I think he's going to keep his way in the keep his keep his spot in the lineup he's going to fight for that um, but like I said, I think he's going to end up being a starter and grinding it out. And so man, those util- and even if he's is a utility this season, he still has time in mm-hmm. his career to become to you know to work his way up to starting. He's in the show. He's made it exactly. He's there, uh, and that utility player is so vital. Of course, of course, that fourth outfielder, that utility, even that fifth outfielder, you know. Um, you know the bench guy, your platoon bats. Those are all. Those are all really important people. But one thing too is, I mean, it's not like it's not like he's not a part of a, a superstar family. His brother, his older brother's Clay Thompson. His father played in the league, but I mean, his brother has what four four rings, 
trying to make it five this season and one of the best three-point shooters of all time and I'm the best three-point shooting tandem of him and Steph Curry. So, I mean, he's – I don't want to – you know, I've never met him. I've never spoken to him. But I feel like maybe he's, you know, used to living in the shadow and he's doing his thing right now in the shadow of Mookie Betts and the shadow of David Peralta. He's doing his thing he's and grinding. Uh, he's grinding. So, so my Grammys grinder of the week goes to Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder Trace Thompson. I think that's fantastic. Great pick. Two good ones. Yeah. Um, Grammy approved. Grammy approved. So, uh, okay. Let's, uh, ba- like I said, we're, we're a couple days into baseball. Football, we don't really have any news. Lamar Jackson's still not traded. No, this is a baseball hockey day. This is a baseball hockey day. Um, but I do want to address the elephant in the room. And that elephant comes in... The shape of LSU's basketball team. And LSU's, I believe she's a point guard. Um, I know her first name is Angel. I'm blanking on her last name. Um, Oh, my God. I apologize for this. Angel Reese. I was going to say Angel Rice, but I knew that was wrong. Angel Reese. Okay. So... Let's let's get it out of the way. The officiating in this national championship game was atrocious. I don't know if you watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa, their center had fouled out. She should not have fouled out. Um, Caitlin Clark, uh, who if they won, she was my Grammys grinder of the week. Uh, she should have should have. I mean, she was still in consideration. She has the most points. She had the most points of you know any uh, tournament ever. Um, she really put she really really put uh, Iowa on her back, and they beat you know the one seed undefeated South Carolina to get to the game against LSU. But um, what she had done, and I believe it was when they had beaten South Carolina, is she had pointed to her ring finger, you know, ring me, and then she did the you can't see me. Um, and I love it. I love the you know you just beat the number one seed undefeated. You're gonna go out and you know talk your shit. You deserve it. Um, but at the same time, right. Angel Reese does it, and there's backlash, right? Now, I don't. This isn't. I don't think this is a racial thing. I don't want it to be a racial well, thing on this podcast, at least. The, well, they did. Yes, it, it was turned uh, into a race thing. Yes, and we're not going there. Now, the only thing I do have to say is, if you watch, you know, if you watch the videos, Caitlin Clark does it. She's looking at her bench. She's walking away from everybody. Angel Reese got up in Caitlin Clark's face, pointed it, and it was, I mean, it was 20 seconds. I think if you look at the video, she calls her a hoe. It's just like, I get it. But again. Listen. Again. You're you're in a game. You're in a game. You just, not even in a game. You just won the fucking national championship that you busted your ass for. Talk your shit. What all the other athletes say? Talk your shit. I'm, listen, I am pro Angel Reese. Talk your shit. What else? I mean, what, what do, I mean, if you've ever heard... Like the the hot mic, the mic'd up NHL players, like the uncensored version. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it yeah. is. It's not a gesture. No, no, no it's not a gesture. Even shit. Even me as a high schooler, I used to do research on the players I had to be blocking. I knew their mothers' names. I'd know their sisters' yeah. names. Oh, it was a nightmare. It's, it's night and day. Every you breathe this. You yes, breathe, you yes. Eat, sleep and breathe your. And sport. you just you just busted your ass and you won a national championship. You get to talk your shit. Do I don't care. What, I don't care what you say. And to me, again, I don't. I, I I like to tend to not see a race issue because white player, black player, what does it matter? You just want a natty. Go talk yeah. your shit. But um, I mean, you go back and you look, and I saw a bunch of tweets, and it was um, 
you know, it was even though you just won the Natty, you're thinking about Caitlin Clark and blah 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 blah. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't a problem. That wasn't a problem. Yeah, she with, was thinking yeah. about her, yeah. and she just won. Yeah, Who my cares? Yeah. my thing too was I, I don't know if you guys remember 20, 2015 when Legion of Boom Seahawks was still a thing. Richard Sherman, they go to the they go to the Super Bowl, and what is the first thing Richard Sherman says when they interview him? You try me with a sorry ass receiver like Crabtree, that's what you gonna get. Talk your shit, Queen. Talk that she's gonna. The, you know the best part is she's pointing to her ring finger. But guess what? In six months, not even six months, whenever they do their ring ceremony, she's gonna have the twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two, whatever year you want to call it, national championship ring on that ring finger. And guess what, Angel Reese, you deserved it. So you and were, I was not gonna have, and I was not gonna know, and I was not. And hey, they made it to the championship, a, a great season. Yeah, fall just short. So what? This would, I'm telling you right now, this would not be a big deal if this was in the NHL. No. This would not be a big deal if it was in the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball, and that's sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think there's such a microscope on women's sports, and and when when a female athlete does something that is not in line with people's view, yeah, of what it should be, it's backlash. Yeah, like listen, this does not. I'm sorry, this would not get attention in no, men's sports. These aren't. These aren't. You wouldn't even see it. This is. Oh God, don't take this out of contest. This isn't. This. These aren't. These aren't pretty girls. These aren't girly girls. These are fucking athletes, bro. They go. They. I mean, they can go through. We're at Michael Vick's house today. Oh! Uh, they could go. <laughs> no, <Not one> words. <laughs> they could go through. They. I mean, they. They. We love women's sports. We love women's athletes. Angel Reese, you are you are sports and spaghetti pod approved. Yes. Talk your shit, Queen. Go get you your come ring. On the pod. That would be wonderful if you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give give us the exclusive take. We'll tell all of our all of our. Imagine that. That'd be great. I would be, I, <laughs> but um. No, that's what she does. She won the championship. I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Won the championship. Yeah. Oh my god. But um, yeah. I mean, that's it. Speaking of, you know, let's let's do a little let's do a little uh, segue here, um, into talking shit. Now, Chris, I don't know if you saw the Anthony Rendon incident, but. Judgment just came down today. He suspended five games. Uh, for those of you guys listening that didn't see it, Anthony Rendon, third baseman for the Angels, was walking off the field, and um, he claims, obviously there's two sides, three sides of every story, one side, the second side, and the truth, but uh, Anthony Rendon claims that a fan called him a bitch. The fan obviously said, I didn't say that. Uh, there was an altercation where he reached into the stands and he grabbed the guy by the jacket, by the hoodie, and he was like, you know, say it to my fucking face and blah, 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 blah. Um, Anthony Rendon has been suspended five games. Uh, what's your take on that? I saw it. Um, I don't know what you think about it. So I'm nervous to say what I think about it. But you can't touch the fans. Uh, I agree. I agree. You can't touch. So the same, by the same token as... Reese being able to do what she did, the gesture, mm-hmm. you won a championship, celebrate it however you want, whatever. She didn't do anything wrong, really. Nope. At all. Uh, you you got to use your status as an athlete. And even Reese is oh, basically a pro athlete at this point. You got to use your status as an athlete for good. Um, 
it's the same as in any other job, right? As a teacher, I have to use that and be somebody that behaves myself in public by the same token. Mm-hmm. You can't go into the fan, the stands and put your hands on somebody. You just can't do it. In 1970, that's different. But in 2023, I don't even know why that was on his mind. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Fans say way worse yeah, things. Yeah. Like, there's a difference, like, John back and forth. Like, hey, fuck you, fuck you. Like, that's cool, right? That's fine. I guess, but but, but even that is, like, why are you even engaging with somebody like that? That's, that's all they that's want. That's fair. That's, yeah, it's that like is. It's like the problem kid that in is, class. That is it's all like, they stop want. stop giving them attention. But my thing is, the whole issue is, if, listen, if Anthony Rendon was a fucking cable guy, and somebody said, hey, uh, hey yo, cable guy, you're a bitch, and he went over and he did the same exact thing, that's assault, brother. Like, right, you just, can't, right. Just like, because you're a pro athlete doesn't mean you didn't assault him. Like, you can't, yeah, granted, you know. You the fan, did the fan get, yeah. did a fan finally get what they deserve? Yes. Maybe a little yes. bit. Yes, I'd love, I'd love to see a fan get punched in the face occasionally that deserve it. Especially but, that deserved it. But listen, man, you can't do it still. No. It's just like you can't fight the whole Minnesota Wild game when, <laughs> when, you're, when you're getting killed in the game. You just can't do that. No. You get punished. And yeah. both players did in their respective situation. But, you know. Uh, but no, Rendon, man, never particularly loved the guy. Yeah. And I would have said that before this. Uh, just, I don't know why. But listen, some, some good that came out of it is... Uh, Look, the Angels don't have to roll out the shit product of Anthony Rendon at third base for five games, which is it's kind of a pro for them. Um, so they could put Gio Urshela over there. He's been killing it at shortstop. Like Shout out Gio. Shout we love Gio. Gio. Um, but yeah, you don't have to put the shit product and wasted contract of Anthony Rendon at third right. for five games, which is nice. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. So um, that's that's my two cents on that whole situation. Um, I'm glad we are in agreement on both of these situations, but. Um, little transition over to some just some light baseball news. One um, day you're gonna learn and not say let's transition. Just transition. I'm waiting, and it's gonna happen really soon. I'm just gonna transition, huh? It's just gonna happen. Okay. But that's okay. Okay. We're, that's why I'm here. I'm getting there. You're you're take you take the lead as you do. Yep. And I even though I've got the radio experience, this is your baby. This is my baby. And and you're and you've come so far. And one day you're just gonna it's do just it. Gonna, and I'm gonna be just gonna I'm trans- gonna call you on it too. <laughs> I'm like, oh there it is. <laughs> so into baseball, let's go into some lighter news. Um season just started. It's great. Thank you know, thank God baseball's back. There's no better time it's, than it's baseball season. Just yeah. like we talked about earlier. Yeah, there's no there's no better season than baseball season. Um, except for football season, but uh, eh, I like um, debate on that. But we'll say, <laughs> the best time of year is yeah, baseball yeah, season. But um, Yankees came out and the Yankees won. Uh, Yankees won their first their first three uh, two games out of three. They took two or three from the Giants. Uh, as we're recording this, they're up two nothing on the Phillies. You know what? I, I I'll take two out of three, especially with two out of th- the two wins being shutouts. Yep. Um, I I was. Some the stars aligned yesterday, Anthony, uh, and I was able to watch the game. Yeah. yeah. Um. The the my the mice were out uh, celebrating my my mouse. Um. Your bachelorette weekend, even though she's already married, but that's a long story. You y'all already know anyway. Um. But and then Sabrina was taking a nap, and I was able to watch the game, and it was just a workmanlike performance. Yeah. It was just you know. 
The, st- uh, the home run by Giancarlo, oh, man. My. 482 feet. That was his second farthest home run ever. Oh the, my God. the farthest one he ever hit was the one where he hit it out of um, Dodger Stadium. Yes. Um, but that was the third farthest home run ever at Yankee Stadium. The a new Yankee Stadium, the the first two, the second farthest and the farthest, both belong to Aaron Judge. He hit them to the retired numbers in left field. I know you remember those. Um, I remember. Do you remember it when Josh? I was. I think it was Josh Hamilton in the home run derby. You remember the home run oh, derby? Oh yeah, he, did that? he was he put him off. like third deck. He hit a ball over 500 feet. That's ridiculous. He hit the ball out of the stadium. Yeah, bleacher-wise. I remember that. It was right next to the short porch. Right. It was right where the subway goes. Yes. Yep. Where you can see the subway. And I've, at the time, I watched that highlight like a hundred times. That was epic. I'll never forget that home run in the Derby. Um, Speaking of mental health, right? another guy who's had his struggles and stuff. But, the, the, uh, wow, yeah. I mean, it's easy to hit home runs in Yankee Stadium, right? We all know that. Uh, but, yeah, shout out the Yankees for two wins in three games. I'll take that. It's yeah. First weekend of the season at home. Yeah, you get you know get the ball rolling. Yeah. Ar- Ar- Arson Judge looks great. Oh, um, yeah. Garrett Cole, eh, eh, I told you. This is the year, baby. Um, uh, Mr. Volpe looked... He's settling in. He's, settling He's got in. his first MLB hit. He has three stolen bases in three games. And that's and that's the thing. Yeah, he had the one hit only so far, but le- let's look at the mm-hmm. positive. His fielding has been fine, and the three stolen bases jumps out. Yeah. He's yeah. And he's getting on base. He's making walks. he's making Yankees baseball fun to watch again. And right. we have not, I have not had fun watching Yankees baseball since Last year, granted, we had that whole run in the first half of the year where they were just they were setting the world on fire. That was fun, but before that, it was that 2017 season, that next man up season, where it was oh Gardner got hurt. Well, that's okay because Clint Frazier is going to come up and hit 300 for two weeks. Oh, this guy got hurt. Well, that's okay because this guy's going to come up and he's going to hit four home runs in four days. You know, um, that next man up 27. God, 2017 was our year, man. 2017 yeah, was, was the year. We said it last week, and we'll say it again. It oh, was. Um, wasted opportunities, man. But regardless, um, one thing I do want to say about Yankee baseball, too, is did you get a chance to see Aaron Hicks's response to being on the bench? That I did not see, I have to admit. Okay, so I could paraphrase here because I can't find it and yet. We, talk, we talked about him already yeah. on the pod. Yeah, but let's, you know, I'm going to paraphrase. Essentially, Aaron Hicks was expressing his frustration with the Yankees. And he's like, I want to play. You know, I don't want to be that guy that sits on the bench and only faces closers and pitch hitting, pinch hitting, um, and, you know, playing defensive, defensive substitution. Buddy, that's your fault. You're going to, that's your fault. But look at the lineup. Look at, look at the lineup to, to, to be fair. He's not better right now than anybody in the lineup. But you can't you can't criticize a team for not playing when you you when you don't deserve playing time. That well, that, there's that too. Listen, you don't deserve it, and they're and you're not as good as them. Now I saw a report. I don't know the validity of this report. I saw your nipple. Thank you, uh, thank you. I lost a little bit of weight. That's why it was like big. a half moon. It was like a half moon. I got some. They're all right. Yeah, they're they're decent. It was a waxing. Yeah, yeah. I look okay. Uh, let me paint you the picture. Um, I'm wearing a tank top. And the tank top used to fit me. Lost a little bit of weight. They no longer fit me. I kind of look like the Big Show when he wears the singlet. 
but little. <laughs> Except it's not a singlet. Yeah, I mean, I can make it a singlet for the rest of the episode. So, I'm here. I'm here in a singlet now. Um, but yeah, man, Aaron Hicks, like. I saw a report. I don't know the validity on the report. Yankees had interest in trading him to Colorado. They were going to retain 50% of his salary, blah, 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 blah. You never know what you're going to see online. And I guess um, I guess good old Cash God decided mm, he still has some juice left in him. Let's see what we can get. But regardless, um, another person we hate, IKF, uh, he played center field pretty well, I guess. Um, eh, he did all right. He's all right. Um, but... Um, we have a new nickname for Josh Donaldson. You ready to hear it? Bring her up. We're gonna no no no. We're gonna call him. Uh, we're gonna call him Down the Dick Donaldson. Oh boy! Because he just loves to watch pitches right down the right down Broadway for strike three. He's already got a home run this season. Ooh, does he? Yeah, he does have one dinger. I don't think Josh Donaldson. I think he did. Yeah, he hit, he hit a home run already this season. Okay. I forget if it was in the first or second game, but he does have one. Wasn't uh, the first. It wasn't the first. I think I know it was that. a loss. Might have been the loss. I'm pretty sure it was. The, I know he has one. I saw the highlight of it. Uh, but yeah, but he does like to watch strike three down <laughs> the plate. It, it's a thing that happens. But baseball whip around. We'll go. Uh, Joey Gallo, love him. He was almost Grammy's grinder of the week. Yeah, I, I, that would, I would have disapproved <laughs> of that. Whole what? Thing. Yeah, I'm not a Gallo fan. I know really. You know, I don't like that guy. He, he went. Gave, he gave nothing to our team. He went three for four with two home runs and a double. Well, that's wonderful. He didn't do that for the Yankees. Listen, man. Uh, the Yankees and him were not a good fit. Yeah, the Yankees should have been a good fit. He was put in a very bad situation. They were not giving him at bats as soon as he came in. The Yankees, listen, you know, they you're... don't know how to deal with some. Players, no, they man. don't. And my whole thing too. This is going to be. This is going to end up being the Yankees. You know what? Fuck the rest of the league. This is Yankee talk right now. My whole thing. Is yes, I love the Yankees. Yes, Yankee Stadium is the you know playoff time. It's the Bronx Zoo. But Yankee fans, do you not fucking realize the whole the, the toxic environment that you are creating is the reason that these players don't fucking pan out? Oh, they can't handle New York. Okay, so maybe don't call them pieces of shit and boo them on their own home turf. Joey Gallo can strike out the next 10 at-bats in Minnesota, and they're not going to boo him. They're not going to know he struck out the last 10 times but that's, to boo him. But that's the point. That's the whole point. Like You get guys like Stanton where like Stanton comes up, he's like, yeah, I suck. And then the next day he hits a ball to the fucking moon, right? That's cool. But you're creating this environment where... People like it, it's like it's the meme of it's the meme of the guy riding the bicycle and he puts the stick in front and he's like and then he flips the bike and he's like oh I got hurt like you're doing this to yourselves Yankee fans yeah. you are making it so toxic to play in certain places and you're blaming the market like back in the day pre social media it was the it was the media right the media would come and they're grilling you with questions and they're coming out and they're saying oh. Uh, I don't know, Derek Jeter. Oh, you had a really rough. You had a really rough game, man. You struck out three times. What's going on with that? That's different because it's going to be in the press, and it's they're coming in and they're grilling you. Which is its own issue. That's its own issue. But now it's these fucking fans and it's these Twitter trolls. Well, everybody's like, got a chance now to to say what they want and have their voice heard. Well, it's like I mean, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but for real, like anybody can do this. Yeah. True. Very we true. Are anybody. Very true, but it's just my whole thing is, listen, man, the two things that I want the Yankees to stop doing in 2023, Yankee fans, stop making the environment so fucked for these players, especially on your team. Stop booing your own players. We get it. 
people struggle through shit, but you're ru- you're literally ruining careers, man. And it's oh, some people can't handle it. You're right, some people can't handle it. But do we want do we want players that can't handle it? Of course. But some people don't want to. to. to Exactly. I was just going to get to that. Some people will never sign with the Yankees because they don't want to get booed. Um, Stop doing that. And for the love of Christ, stop chanting fuck Altuve. It is the most childish. It is the dumbest. Let it go. Let it go. Like Like I was just going to say, like Elsa, let it go. As Savvy would say, let it go. It's got to get dropped enough. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. If you're playing the Astros and he's batting, you could boo him because of, you know, he robbed an MVP from Judge in 17. He questionably lost his, or, you know, robbed a World Series from the Yankees in 2017. But you're playing the San Francisco Giants who have no ties to the Houston Astros and you're just going to start chanting fuck Altuve. It's, it's almost as bad as when the Mets randomly start chanting fuck the Yankees or Yankees suck. That is... The dumbest you Altuve is living rent free in our goddamn heads, and he doesn't deserve it anymore. He frankly does not deserve it. And I, I just listen. So my whole he thing was is going on six years ago, dude. That yeah, yeah. He's the only player left from that World Series I mean, that team. Was the year I met Melissa. Yeah, <laughs> that was the year we met. We met. That yes, year. yes. <laughs> That was a long time ago. Yes, I remember where I was when they lost the World Series. I or the lost that champ, you know, that that game. But like it's just it's 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 time to just fucking move on. You know what the best, you know what the best medicine would be is actually nutting up and beating the fucking actually, Astros in the winning. playoffs. If listen, if we beat the Astros in the playoffs and we're going to the World Series, we could say fuck anybody you we can want. You say whatever you want. Then it's the same thing. We're back to yeah. Angel Reese. Yeah, yeah. You win, you can talk. Yeah, but we haven't won. No, no, we haven't in a long time. In a very long time. So, all right, that's my that's my two cents. I had to get that off because because this is a good. It's going to be a good year. We're gonna. We're going to watch a lot of Yankees baseball. We're going to talk a lot of Yankees baseball. We're going to get Hugh down here um, eventually to to be our little Mick Taturo. Um, but, okay, okay. NHL. Yeah. Let's do it. What do you want to start with? Hello, Sabrina. Hi, baby. You could come in. You could come in. Hi, Hi. little one. I look at she's like, oh really? I can? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna disconnect your laptop. Hockey right. talk. Yes, we're gonna talk hockey now. All right. So let's let's cl- close that door a little bit so we don't get hit with that copyright button. <laughs> That's right. Well, first of all, I think uh, yes, I think we can go right to the Western Conference because a lot of clinching has happened in the standings. Um. The entire Pacific Division top three is essentially set. Yep. Uh, Vegas clinched, L.A. clinched, and Edmonton clinched. And everyone from Minnesota to Dallas can clinch by tomorrow. Yes. So Minnesota right now, they're sitting, they lost, so they're four points back. I can't read the screen. I believe they're four points back (laughs) of the first in the West behind Vegas. They're, they're five. Uh, Minnesota is four points. Yeah, back, four points back. So they're, the, they're the two conference. games. Two games back but in the conference. They're only one point back of Minnesota. Uh, excuse me. Minnesota's in first, 
Dallas is only one point back of them, and they're in third. So from first to third in that division is three points. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we're oh, we're losing it today. Um. <laughs> we got Pewter in here. We got Sabrina. Oh, you want to come back? Okay. So hockey talk. I mean, long story short. Long story short. I think Minnesota needs to win this division because, I mean, it's the difference of playing Seattle and Winnipeg. Um, those are the two, you know, uh, wildcard teams as of right now. Calgary shouldn't be too far behind Winnipeg. But you want to pull a team. Like, it's the difference of playing Winnipeg or playing Colorado or Dallas. And I'm going to be honest with you, Winnipeg sounds a lot better. Oh, Win- Winnipeg sounds a lot better. Yeah. What's crazy is that usually you have a race like this for a wild card, which we have in the East and we'll talk about next. Yep. But this is for first place. It's a one-point difference between first, between, like you said, playing a wild card or playing the second-place team yep. and being not even home ice advantage. Yep. And so Minnesota has one more game played than Colorado, who is their direct threat, but... Again, it's the same as the Islanders, and we'll talk about it. You just got to keep winning. You win games, and that'll take care of itself. You won't have to worry about that game in hand because you're going to assume that one of Dallas or Colorado is going to lose at least one more game the rest of the way. Yeah. And the Wild can get on a six-game winning streak. That is not out of the realm of possibility. A little bit of good news with Minnesota was Kirill was skating this morning. That's huge. And I just I can't believe that they've done everything that they've done without Kirill. And that's... It's amazing. Boldy is. This is becoming an Anthony Volpe, Matt Boldy podcast because, to me, po- I know podcast. Yes, podcast. podcast. Um, yes, go ahead, honey. <laughs> go ahead with mommy. I love you. So, it might oh, get loud. Oh, baby. So, anyway, the uh, Minnesota. I just listen, man. I think they get Kirill back. I think they need to. That's their scoring threat. I think they need to keep playing the way they've been playing. And I don't know if it's just bias, but I think they make a. I think they can make a run in the West for the Cup. Yes, I think they, they can. can. Of course they can. I think Dallas is going to be a, a, a contender this year. Uh, you and Jules are are going to have some <laughs> playoff fun. Um, I think Edmonton has a chance if they get hot and they their goaltending keeps playing the way it's mm-hmm. been playing. Edmonton is on an absolute heater. 9-0-1 in their last 10 wow. games. Wow. Yes, indeed. Uh, they've won their last four. Uh, they haven't lost their regulation in 10 games. Um, listen, wow. they're getting the goaltending when they need it most. Uh, they've, Like I said, they've given up a lot of goals. They've given up a lot more goals than even non-playoff teams. But mm-hmm. if you're going to score 300 goals a season... Uh, yeah, so they have, <laughs> they have two 50-goal scores. I mean, come on. <laughs> You've got two of the best goal scorers in the world on the same team, and I don't want to hear it. If you don't think Leon Dreisaitl is an elite goal scorer and he's just good because of McDavid, you're completely wrong. Yeah. Leon Dreisaitl could put up 50 with any team. Yeah. Maybe not the Islanders, but, <laughs> but any other team. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that that team is going to be uh, a threat. Um, again, Two points separate first and third in the Pacific as well. So that is still very much up for grabs. It's a very exciting Western Conference playoff picture, yeah. finally. The only th- it's usually boring. 
The only thing I don't like about the Western Conference being so close is all the games are so late because they're all they're all West Coast games. Yeah, um, I yeah. Like Minnesota doesn't start till ten tonight. And the and the <laughs> other bad thing about it, the only the only downside. This is not me as an Islanders fan. This is as a hockey fan because every game the Islanders play is a must-win right now, which we'll get to in a minute. But what sucks a little bit is when you get teams like Anaheim, when you get teams like San Jose, uh, when you get teams like Columbus, even though they're in the East, um, Vancouver. These teams that are that are way out of it, and you see a game on ESPN Plus or you see a game national broadcast that you could watch and it's one of those teams and mm-hmm. it's four nothing when you see it it's like i don't want to watch this yeah. this is a waste we know how this yeah. is going to end hockey is one of those sports where i feel like none of the teams really want to play spoiler you know what i mean like they they know they're going to take their lumps they're going to play their game but not a, there's not a team that's like let's go in there and like let's make this loss to I, let's make this loss to the sharks sting like no nah, man like i nah. couldn't disagree more do you think so so Speaking of teams that want to spoil the party, okay. see, that's the transition. <laughs> the Islanders play the Flyers and the Capitals as two of their last four games. Huh. And those two games have let's <laughs> knock them out of the playoffs written all over them. Just, just because you said that. I know the Capitals <laughs> want to knock the Islanders out of the playoffs because they're not making it. Yep. They cannot mathematically catch the Islanders in the standings, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they would be eliminated with any combination of a Florida win, a Penguins win, or an Islanders win, or something like that. Uh, but, oh boy, would they love to beat us. <laughs> the Islanders just beat them last week uh-huh. um, in a shootout. <laughs> they lost to the Islanders in yeah. a shootout. Yeah. They should get. I watched. I watched that game. That was a game. Who did, who did Ovi put over the bench? That was nice. Oh, that was nice. But you, I remember Ant texted me at the end of that game, and he goes, "Exhale, all caps, exhale." <laughs> and, I, and I did. That was a big um, game. But though, and and then the Flyers, who, who Carter Hart had a much better season. I think his season was definitely a positive. He stayed healthier this season. Um, they didn't have eight goalies playing, which has been a problem <laughs> in the past for the Flyers. Uh, and I think Hart had a big bounce back season. He's had a really rough go of it lately. Uh, he's been a guy that struggled uh, with his mental health a little bit as well, and he's been open about it. But they would love to beat the Islanders. It's a team that the Islanders should demolish. That should be 7-0, but it won't. It'll be 1-1 <laughs> with five minutes left. Or 2-1 Philly, and we pull the goalie and we have to really try. So the Islanders, on the other hand, are – I don't even need to look at it. I've I've been looking (laughs) at it like it's going to change all day. (laughs) They don't play till Thursday, and neither the Penguins nor the Panthers play till tomorrow. Oh, boy. But the Islanders dropped two big games in, in no particular order. I talk about the Islanders as my aunt. The reason why they're not the bad of the week in that segment, despite dropping both games this weekend, is because of the teams they played. Look, they played Tampa Bay on Saturday. They lost 5 nothing. They didn't even play that bad. Every single chance the Lightning got, they scored. And that's Who was not in that? That is not a knock on Ilya Sorokin. He, he got pulled after the fourth to save him for last yeah. night, which 
again, he played really well. 30-plus saves, you lose 2-1. to one. Yeah. To the Hurricanes. That's not a bad thing. The Hurricanes are the second highest points team in the NHL behind Boston. Yeah. Okay? They lost the game 2-1, to one, and they had a really bad second period, but they didn't play a bad game. Yeah. And people are... Islanders fans are terrible. They're so bad. And yes, I say this team sucks. This team's terrible. Whatever. But at, at the end of the day, I believe in them every game. And... Yes, they need to beat teams. They play the Lightning again Thursday, and they need to go, and they need to show them that they can at least take a point out of that game. Yeah. But you got to remember that the Lightning are also a team that is headed to the playoffs, and they're a better team. Yeah. 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 The Hurricanes and Lightning are better than the Islanders. Yeah. And Islanders fans are failing to understand this. It's not a given that we're going to be tied with these two teams at the end of regulation. <laughs> I don't know who thought the Islanders were going to win both these games. Uh, all these people on the forum that I follow have got me going. Are like, oh, they should have won. This team's terrible. No. They're not terrible. If they were terrible, they would be picking first in the yeah. draft. They're in the first wild card spot. They control their own destiny. There's four games left, and three of them are against really beatable teams. They have the Lightning, the Capitals, the Flyers, and the Canadians. If you win three games, <laughs> you clinch. Three, three. wins, and you yeah. clinch. Yeah, go out and win your own. You can lose it. to Tampa Bay. Yeah. And again, if Pittsburgh and Florida lose tomorrow. And then again on Thursday, if, if really, Pittsburgh doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If Florida loses and Buffalo loses, Florida plays Buffalo tomorrow, um, Tuesday. So it would be tonight if you're listening tomorrow. Anyway, um, that needs to end in regulation regardless. That cannot go to overtime. We need a Sabres old regulation <laughs> win tomorrow. Or really a Panthers regulation win because the, Pan- the Sabres have games in hand. And they can tie the Islanders uh, in points, I believe, at the end of the season, uh, as it stands now. The Islanders would have the tiebreaker right now, just with wins and everything. But from an Islander fan perspective, you just got to win the game. Just win. Just win those three games. If you go to overtime with Tampa and lose, it's not even a big deal. Just win the games and get some help. The Penguins and Panthers are not going to win out. No. No, they're not. They're not. And the Islanders are probably not going to win out. That's why they're where they are. That's why they're not first in the division. That's why they're not second in the division. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. That's why they're not third in the division. They're wild card teams. <laughs> they're middling teams. They're nine games above NHL 500. You're not going to go into... It's a very terribly timed weekend by Batman. Okay? And the scheduling team. To have us play those two teams... The last weekend, the second to last weekend of the season. I have Minnesota schedule pulled up. Terrible! How are you going to make them play the Lightning, Hurricanes, and Lightning? Do We're I, not winning those do games. Do you want to hear who Minnesota has? I'd love to. They had Vegas last night. They lost 4-1. to one. They're playing Vegas currently right now. Then Thursday they get the Penguins. Saturday they get the Blues. Oh, Monday they get the Blackhawks. Tuesday they get the Jets. And Thursday they get the Predators. I mean, they, I mean the Jets and Predators are fighting right now. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. uh, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. It doesn't matter. Oh, please beat the Penguins. 
please, please put Gustafson in for that game. Gusty's in right now. I don't want to see Furry against the Penguins. I don't need that. Oh, boy. oh no, no. We need that. That's a, please win that game. <laughs> If I can, if you can do anything about it, please I can do. do anything. I'll pull uh, my strings. Yeah, don't shave or 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 don't pee with the seat up or whatever it takes. Uh, as a fan, uh, <laughs> um, but no, it's very, hockey's really exciting right now, and I know hockey's not everybody's cup of tea. But hopefully, us talking about it and whoever's listening is like, oh wow, it actually is exciting because right now. Paired with baseball starting is literally my favorite time of year. Yeah. From now until the middle of June when the Stanley Cup finals are is my favorite time. I don't even want the Islanders to be in the finals. It's too much. I don't want to just, watch them in just, June. Just win I something. I can't handle that. You can't let your spring break be ruined. Your, your summer vacation be I ruined. I remember in 2021, right? So Melissa was expecting Sabrina. And we were on Cape Cod. That's our vacation place. Um... The Islanders and Lightning were in the conference final that year. It was the COVID season. Yep. It was late. I will never forget. It was June 26th. Okay? We were on Cape Cod, June 26th. And they played the Lightning. It was game seven. They lost the game one nothing, and that was it. It was the closest they've gotten into winning the Stanley Cup. They would have beaten the Canadians that year in the finals. I know they would have. That's right. It uh, was the Canadians yeah, in the finals. It, was a, I, I, anyway. <laughs> um, it wouldn't have felt right still, but no. be that as it may, that is how I spent the entire <laughs> night, the entire last night of, your of vac- our vacation. And Melissa didn't even argue with me. Um, it's probably, hey, I know this is annoying, but this is big. But they had won game six right before. We had gotten it. We went up there, and I was glued to the TV. It was so upsetting. I was so proud of them, but I, it was just that. I don't want that. I don't want My birthday's June 28th. They should not be playing near my birthday. They can go to the first <laughs> round and ruin your, by the ruin Bruins. your birthday. They can, they can go out. Just win one game, honestly. That's always my motto in the playoffs for them. Just win a game. I don't care. I just want to get happy one time. Oh, boy. Just clinch, please. Just, just clinch. I want them to start the game when it's light out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, done. That's man. the end of my rant. All right. Uh, and, uh, sorry, in the meantime, Carolina, the Devils, the Rangers, the Bruins, Toronto, and Tampa Bay have all clinched in the East. Uh, the divisional spots are, are basically done. Uh, they are done, actually. Um, the wild card, as it stands now, the Islanders hold the first wild card. Hopefully, by next week, uh, when we do the pod, um, the It'll Islanders clinched. can have clinched the playoffs, and I can shut up. It'll yeah. be Easter weekend, but we'll make it happen. Oh yeah, but um, spring break week. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then wedding in the week after that. Yeah, we can have. Wow, yeah. it's a busy April. I I have Easter, I have Catholic Easter, I have Orthodox right. Easter, and I have your wedding back, back, back. Right. And then we'll have to do we're gonna do the pod, obviously. Probably, that'll probably and be then, a Monday pod. And then we have NFL draft after that. Right. Um so you guys uh that's we're gonna, gonna do be, the pod live from the wedding. That's gonna be no. <laughs> that's gonna be a good pod from um NFL draft wise. We'll we'll finally unveil our mock draft. We have something really special for you guys. Um Finally gonna finally gonna break into the video sphere. It's gonna be really nice. Yeah, Chris, check the check the time on this because we've been going. We're good. We're an hour and twenty. It's a long. One oh today. wow, it's a long one today. It's all right. But okay. Um, I mean, I'm I'm good baseball wise. The only the only thing I want to add is uh, we're filming this on Monday. You're gonna be hearing this on Tuesday. So 
Uh, I'm gonna. This is gonna be bold, but congratulations to the UConn men's basketball oh, team. Oh no! 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 They're playing no, tonight. No! 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 They're playing no, tonight. You're gonna jinx them. You're gonna jinx them. My mother-in-law will kill you. They're playing tonight. Congratulations on making it to the finals and playing against San Diego State, who also made it to the finals. Congratulations to you as well. You can make a prediction. No, no, I just wanted to cliffhang it. I wanted to see you freak out a little bit. I hate you. <laughs> shout, shout out Maddie Langdon. Shout out UConn Rollskis. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! As I have always, my husky sweatshirt in the room. I took I took the tarp off though. It's Jonathan. As all Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Oh, man. But as always, it's been a nasty and it's been Walk Daddy. And this is Sports and Spaghetti. Stay full.